Monique ACA. Um, I was a little bit like, um, I guess, I don't know, paranoid. Cause I, I feel like I spoke here, not here actually. Um, I did speak at the in-person meeting in, uh, June, I think, or July. So anyways, um, so some of you might know my story somewhat, but, um, it's funny cause I, I, uh, I was making a joke earlier. I was like, to list what my tools are. And I was like, well, it's blue bottle, press on nails and like new sneakers, but not really, but kind of, <laughs> but I'll go into that later. Um, so I'm just going to read a little bit of, you know, what connected with me and what's actually going on right now, you know, and I always do this, like just open the book and whatever it kind of leads me to. Um, so the section I am reading from is under powerlessness versus learned helplessness. And I'm a hero child, so this is a lot for me um, to read this. And I'm going to read from page 102, just a bit of some paragraphs. All right, so while some adult children um, confuse powerlessness for helplessness, there are others who dismiss the idea of admitting power powerlessness as step one suggests. These adult children believe they are all knowing, all sensing, and all flexible. They secretly feel powerful in their ability to adapt to any situation or group of people they may encounter. These adult children make great sales people, planners, and instructors. No situation is too challenging and no group of people is too complex for these adult children to conquer with their adaptive behavior. These adult children usually see See no need to ask for help in their lives. Believe it, they are self-sufficient and beyond such a need. They feel powerful in their self-sufficient control. They tend to manipulate others for, for things they want, but find out that they are not happy with themselves when, they, when their wants are, met, are uh, met by others. These adult children really stop to think that self-sufficiency is covering up a fear of rejection, which they think could come if they ask for help. And I'll just stop there. But, you know, reading that, I'm like, check, 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 you know, and I always would pride myself um, of before AC, I was just like, I'm a Leo, I'm a leader, I'm a boss, you know, and a lot of that just like, you know, hiding the self-sufficient, like not want to ask for help. Um, and I've been in the program, I think now like for five years, I'm in a, a, a BIPOC only um, step group or fellow travelers group, and we're actually on... Um, step four and um you know like i the situation that i'm in now with it's always like i i almost sometimes i'm forced to ask for help and sometimes i i also have to surrender step one you know especially in this situation um where i needed help <laughs> i literally needed help um i'm actually in la daytime and um you know i used to live here and i had a I was settling in my apartment and it's funny cause like I, what is it that the saying? And I'm also sober. I have like, I don't know, 10 and a half years sober, but, um, what you, what is it? Um, I forgot the saying, but basically God, Oh, God will do for you what you can't do for yourself. And that is like literally for me, powerlessness. And, um, I had held on to this apartment here in LA and I just, I don't know, I just wanted to not, I just kind of ignored it. And, um, for me to come here, I had a lot of, I had to do a lot of, um, self love parenting and letting go of the results. A lot of financial fear came up and I had to ask for a lot of help and some people didn't show up. 
and a lot of people did. And, um, you know, I had to give up my sublet apartment and like kind of, I don't say close the chapter, but I kind of was just avoiding and I couldn't understand what, what it was that I was avoiding here. Um, and you know, it had to deal with like authoritative figures, my landlord and asking for help and doing the self research instead of ignoring and, you know, the, the parent had to step in a lot. Um, but in this situation, you know, it was just like relying on like asking for help and it was a time sensitive matter. So, you know, I, I get so scared to ask for help, you know, and I pride on like figuring it out. I'm a good problem solver. I'm a great planner. Um, you know, and like growing up, just to give you a background, I, um, you know, we moved around a lot like a lot and I'm from Brooklyn, you know, and I am like, okay, like we, when anyone asks me, where are you from in Brooklyn? I'm like everywhere, you know, and then my mom, that was part of her ACA, you know, moving around instability. So I always just, I don't know, I became really highly social. I was like kind of popular in high school. I'm like, I'm like I actually was, but you know, and like, and I'm just like, you know, I'm outspoken. I'm like, you know, and, and you can throw me, in any social situation and I adapt, but I just don't trust with, um, asking for help because I think, you know, I used to think that, I don't know, there was shame around it. There was like, um, feeling weak around it or not just, you know, classic. My dad wasn't, you know, around, he abandoned us and my mom was emotionally unavailable. And so I just didn't, I learned to depend on me. And that was like that comfort, that sense of control um, in that. And so um, I'm just reading this thing again of like, <sighs> just taking pride of that. And that that is like, that is complete denial in my, you know, um, my powerlessness over control, over self-sufficiency. Like I can't help it, you know, I can't help just, um, just doing it all, you know, and burning myself out. And, and like, I just, I can't do it anymore. It doesn't, it doesn't work. And so it just says covering up the fear of rejection. I mean, for me, it's just like, and, and you know, with ACA, like I, you know, I learned to like ask for help. And when I don't get it, I don't go into this, like, get dead to me, you know, um, it's just, and then I learned to ask for the people that could provide, you know, not, not everyone can, but I, I remember just constantly being upset and disappointed because I kind of was going to people that were not able to show up for me. And, you know, in this situation, like I just, I'm letting people help me and, you know, I'm staying over friends' houses and they're, I mean, I'm like, what did I do to deserve this? You know? Um, and so, but accepting the help is a big deal for me and not overcompensating. And, you know, I don't know, I, I do that sometimes. Um, but to get into like also, with what's going on in like New York. And so, and I'm always, I'm almost gonna kind of bring this up cause I'm Latin, but like the race thing and in the rooms of recovery, I have continued to, you know, I'm powerless over how, you know, like who attends meetings and whatnot and how do I feel safe in these meetings, but learning to ask for help from, you know, people that are not BIPOC or BIPOC to, you know, um, especially business meetings to speak up about these lack of diversity and, you know, predominantly white meetings. Even now I'm just like, Ooh, I don't know. you know, I get a little like, not, I don't say nervous, but like a little bit hesitant to say these things always in a predominantly white space and asking, asking for support, you know, for me, that's like asking for help. And, um, 
I don't know. There is a fear of always like, you know, cause I, I come from AA and whatever. I'm not even against that situation, but you know, there's just, um, I have to understand that I can't control everything and what does it say? Conquer, you know, and that's my ACA stuff. And I was, you know, kind of had to do constantly like inventories and where is this coming from and where is the ACA popping up and where am I trying to control or, or you know, just not accept the powerlessness that I, I you know, you, you can't control people and others. And I don't know, lately I've just been like, okay, so as a Latin woman in these predominantly white spaces, like how do I, you know, in the moment, I have to kind of do this in the moment. It's a lot, you know, like where is this, this coming from and how is my ACA traits popping up and what, what do I need to let go and let God, you know, and like deserving to like speak up in these spaces. And I always have, but that's also my ACA trait of like the teenager being like extra outspoken and loud because I wasn't heard as a, as a child or a teenager, you know what I mean? And that goes into like what I do for a living. I'm a wardrobe stylist. Like, it's like, I sometimes feel like I need to do this and that to, to be seen and heard. And I need to realize sometimes that is my ACA stuff. Um, and sometimes it gets muddled. So, you know, I just, I run stuff by people. That's for me asking help because I don't know all, you know, and the self-sufficiency that can really like take over and um, block me from like letting go of control. And so I don't know if this, any of this makes sense, but like I, yeah, lately it's just, um, I don't know, expressing running the stuff by people that have either more time than me or do the steps and then you know me again as like a as a as a latin woman coming into these rooms to, i go to i share a toolbox in the person in person meeting and you know this has come up recently not recently it's always been this issue that people don't want to talk about the race thing and like what how people of color feel uncomfortable in predominantly white spaces and they don't speak up about this and so five minutes yes thank you um, so, you know, I always try to use my platform if I'm getting to ask a speaker or whatever. And, you know, again, it, I have to like dissect and see like, what am I trying to control? Because in control, I feel safe. And, um, you know, like asking my higher power for help and like, kind of like, you know what? I can just take up the space and say what I need to say and be honest in it and and that's it like I can't but I know when I when I get that sense of control and self-sufficiency and I can do it all because I'm a doer I can make sure that, you know I mean I like I did create a BIPOC only meetings and Wednesday nights that's been going on for a year you know what I mean like I'm like but that is my ACA stuff and so sometimes I'm like oh that's great I'm a leader but I'm also using that as a almost like a dissociation tack and so for me to ask for help and, and being like or sitting on my hands and, and just kind of I don't know, either not taking commitments or whatever, just saying what I need to say and in business meetings, especially, um, is something that I'm constantly practicing. And, um, even when I came here to LA, I had to just keep boundaries up with my landlord and, um, and ask my friend to come with me, you know, a safe person. And that's a lot for me to do. Like, Oh no, are they going to show up? You know, are these people in the business meeting going to show up? Are they going to speak up? Are there, are there real allies? You know? all this stuff, like really voicing it. And, um, and then I just have to let go, let God, you know, and like, you know, I made a whole joke, but like <laughs> my therapist going to, you know, confront my landlord about the situation that sometimes like I have to, I don't know. I mean, this doesn't, I don't know if this has anything to do with anything, but I literally was just like, I'm going to put on my press on nails 
and go there. You know, for me, that was like the loving parent and like, I don't know, asking for help and whatever, just seeing like, I need these things for help. You know, even if it's a press on nail or whatever it is that you need, you know, it's like admitting that I, I can't handle it all myself and, and, and I, and I can't control everything and that I need to like, let people in, let HP in, let, you know, just that it's not just me, you know? And I was talking to somebody yesterday about this whole like self-will thing and the helplessness and knowing the difference between the two is sometimes confusing as an ACA -er. I'm like, you know, I think I can control stuff. I love to control stuff. I love to be in charge. Hello. But I, um, but then that's a barrier that I have and I am learning a little bit little to like, I don't have to be the one I'm not like, it's not my job to dot, dot, dot. And sometimes I have to remind myself that, but, um, so yeah, I'm just like practicing that. And sometimes I don't want to, and sometimes I put in situations that I'm forced to, and you know, I mean, that's, that's just really it, you know? And so yeah. I just, two minutes. Thank you. Um, but being here in LA and seeing the growth, I don't know. It's so weird. I, I used to live in a studio apartment here and I have um, a way bigger space in New York, ironically. And I, um, so going into my studio, I'm like, how did I live like this? But I just, I don't know. I don't know why I might bring this up because I, I didn't expect all this to see the growth, like, like literally, um, and how I handled this situation and asking for tons of friends for help and they're gonna help me pack and like just be in there. Like, I don't do that. You know what I mean? I figure it out all the time. I'm a mystery outer. Like, I'll help you solve everything, you know, mm -hmm. in two days, you know? And that was my my thing, too. I would get, like, excitement over that. Um, and then, for some reason, that would measure my worth of, like, look, look what I did. You know, it's like validation to myself or whatever. Um, anyways, I'm happy to be here. I'm happy that I was able to make a meeting because I kind of was just like, oh, it's 4 o'clock. How am I going to do this, you know? rushed back at my friend's house that let me use their space and to do this and fulfill, you know, so everything falls into place when I let go, let God, that's it. Thanks.